Hey lovebirds, happy wedding Wednesday, and welcome to episode 60 of Your I Do Crew, a wedding planning podcast. Each week, co-hosts Atan and Lindsay bring over 30 years of industry experience to the table with insight and interviews from local and national wedding pros to give you the best tips, tricks, and hacks that will take the stress out of your wedding planning process and help elevate your special day. So grab something old and something new. It's time to listen to Your I Do Crew. This week, we're publishing our interview with Lindsay Berry. She is a romance travel and destination wedding specialist with Bliss Honeymoons based out of Columbus, Ohio. She's the planner who set up the Mexico trip for our Lindsay back on our Memorial Day episode. She has a ton of great tips about visioning, planning, and executing a destination wedding, including why it might be more affordable than you think. But I'll let her tell you about that. All aboard for Destination Romance. We are here to, to talk to you about your, your business, which is called... Bliss Honeymoons. Bliss Honeymoons. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you don't just do honeymoons, right? That's correct. We focus on pretty much all romance travel, so it's mostly honeymoons and destination weddings. We get anniversary trips in there, too. Oh, and cool. then for repeat clients, we work with a lot of our repeat clients consistently, and then those obviously are not honeymoons. They're kind of just trips at that point, but mm-hmm. um, we do work with our repeat clients a lot as well. Cool. So is, is yeah. romance and, and romance travel just puts my mind in all sorts of weird places. Um, <laughs> so romance travel is, is different and separate from general like travel agency in what ways? So when we say we focus on romance travel, it really just means that we're not really trying to do it all. You know, we're not trying to book family trips to Disney World or or things like that. We're just focusing mainly on trips that couples would want to take. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of our clients do go to the Caribbean. I would say most of them do. So that that's nice because if you have ever researched a resort in the Caribbean, there's just a lot of them out there. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of review websites and there's a lot of pictures and it can be really hard to sort through them. So when we just focus on one market like this, the romance market, we can specifically go visit them, um, you know, visit these resorts, try the food, experience the service. My job's really hard. Um, (laughs) And then we can also, we also get our constant, the constant feedback from our clients who are traveling to the resorts because we have so many clients traveling at a time. But we also do a lot, you know, we also book worldwide. So we have a lot of clients go to Europe every year, but because we're always working with couples and kind of that romance travel, we can focus on the types of resorts or not, I'm sorry, resorts, the types of hotels in Italy that are great for couples and the locations that are maybe the best experience for for that kind of trip and Asia and Africa. And so we really do book worldwide. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of our honeymooners do focus on the Caribbean. Sure. sure and sense. then we also do the the destination weddings and those are mostly in the Caribbean. Um, at all-inclusive resorts. So it's really a huge part of our job is helping couples pick the right resort for them and their Mm -hmm. group. Um, So we can get to know the wedding team at different resorts. We can kind of experience what it's like to work at a resort, which is kind of um, firsthand knowledge that you don't get when you're just looking online at things. Yeah, that makes sense. And and I know that yeah. I see a lot of them advertise. You said that there are, there are just a few resorts in the Caribbean. Uh, I think if you watch <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> any daytime TV, you'll probably see five commercials during any one show for different, sure. your, your Sandals, your Atlantis, your whatnot, what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so your job is to kind of help couples 
figure out what's going to be the best fit for them in that, um, in that not quite flooded market, but in that market. Sure. So uh, the way we look at it is, you know, one couple that I work with might love a certain resort. That doesn't mean that the next couple I work with is going to love that resort. So we always start with a free consultation, which is kind of an informational session where we try to get to know the couple and what their wish list is. And we can ask them questions. If they're not even sure, we can ask them questions to kind of get an idea of what they're looking for. So that then when we do go to suggest resorts to them, it's all based on based on their personalities and them. So it's not sending the same options to every single couple we meet. It's really tailoring the options that we're sending them to what we know about them. Yeah, the thing that I really liked, because we worked together for Kinsey and Bobby's wedding, which flowed so yeah. well. It was fantastic, by the way. Yeah. It, was it was a great so, group. Yeah, they were a great group. And um, that's one of the things that Kinsey mentioned to me is that they weren't initially sure where they wanted to have their wedding. And um, mm-hmm. that you were the one that recommended Mexico. And because of you, they had they had a great attendance. They had almost 50 people there. So yeah, yeah. that was a great group. It was super fun. Is that a lot for a destination wedding? 50 guests? So it really depends. Um, When I'm meeting with a destination wedding couple at first, I always advise them that less people are going to come than you might think. If you have a guest list, most people have a guest list of over 100 people. Um, I think 50 is usually average, but 30 is very common as well. Um, So a a lot fewer people than would come to a local wedding are going to come to a destination wedding. And um, you'll be surprised who doesn't come. There might be like that one person that you were like, they'll never miss my wedding. And then they just can't make it. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be surprised who does come because it is a vacation and it's um, exciting. If someone's like, hey, I want to go to Mexico and maybe you didn't think they would prioritize your wedding that way, then they do. Um, so it's kind of a fun a fun mix and sorting out who comes. 50 is a great turnout though for, for a destination wedding to answer your question. Do you feel that part of that was because it was Memorial Day? Do you find that like when people are doing the holidays kind of around there that more people can attend or does that seem to not really matter with the numbers? You know, I haven't really noticed that specifically um, because I think what can also kind of on the other end of that, a lot of people already have plans around holidays like Memorial mm-hmm. Day, mm-hmm. Um, maybe even yearly plans that they do every single year, That's or it's true. just something that people really plan ahead for because of vacation days. Um so sometimes I think something like that could hurt, but it, it very, I mean, it's great when you can plan around a weekend like that because people just naturally have more time and it's a little more flexible. Mm-hmm. But I also think that it's not always necessarily, depending on the group, it's just not necessarily okay. going to mean that more people can come. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. We, we had a, a holiday wedding episode a while back and we kind of talked about that. You have a mixed bag. Some people will take advantage of it. Some people will uh-huh. be resentful of it and you kind of get both of uh-huh. those. <laughs> Cool. Awesome. Yeah, that's a really interesting yeah. thing so you, to think about. So you said that the Caribbean or Caribbean. Okay, so so as a romance travel coordinator, <laughs> is mm-hmm. it is it Caribbean or Caribbean? <laughs> They're both accepted pronunciations. Oh. I have taken to Caribbean. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, we gotta we gotta take a stand today on this podcast. <laughs> Caribbean. Okay. Yeah. So you said that that's a large a large um, number of your couples choose that. Is that because mm-hmm. it's destination, but it's not to destination it's still sort of local do you mean for destination weddings yeah yes so i think the reason why people choose the caribbean is that it's really 
There's so many great things about the Caribbean for a destination wedding. One, um, it is outside of the United States, so it's a fun vacation. You know, they're beach locations, so it has that relaxing tropical feel to it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on where you decide, it can be a really easy flight. Like if you're going to the Cancun airport for the Riviera Maya um, or Cancun, that's usually a very easy flight for most people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... In a, in a couple of Caribbean destinations, you can get a really nice resort for a very reasonable price and have it be all inclusive um, and and just really not have to spend that much money to have this great like four to five day trip to celebrate a wedding and it's easier for the guests. Mm-hmm. Um, the Caribbean resorts, when you get married at a, at a resort in the Caribbean, the wedding planner comes with the wedding. So it's not an extra cost to have the wedding planner. Oh, okay. Um, and you're really just working with this wedding planner. And it's a really smooth process of looking through your options and deciding what you want and kind of figuring out what works best for what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not having to kind of reach out to a million people to organize what you need for your specific wedding. Yeah. And you can have a free wedding in the Caribbean and you can spend $50,000 on a wedding in the Caribbean. Both are going to be beautiful weddings. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's really flexible in that way for price ranges all while staying at really great resorts. Cool. That's, I didn't realize that the, uh, that it, I guess with an all inclusive resort, it really is all inclusive. That's really neat to have mm-hmm. that. Um, the, yeah. so everything is, it's kind of turnkey in that way. Yeah. So, and then if you think about it, say, you have a destination wedding, quote unquote, in the United States. So I know that I went to a family member's wedding. Um, you know, I've gone to a few family members wedding in San Antonio and in Florida. And after, you know, the nightly rate and after all the food and after all the alcohol that I end up spending over, mm-hmm. you know, a four day, uh, four day period, it's really, I mean, the, the price difference isn't, it's not like going to the Caribbean is going to cost guests significantly more than going to a wedding that's outside of their hometown anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a, a really good point. If you're traveling more than an hour to go to a wedding, you're going to have a lot of the, incur a lot of the same costs. Oh. Mm-hmm. So does the, does the, in the Caribbean specifically, does the dollar, the U S dollar go farther? So in the Caribbean, if you need to make any payments, they just accept the dollar if you need to buy anything, mm, but I okay. wouldn't necessarily say, like people, uh, that's pretty rare. It's kind of like if you're tipping, you can tip in the do- in U.S. dollars. Um, and and then like if you were at the store and wanted to like, buy, like I stopped one time at a gas station in Mexico and bought sunglasses because I didn't have any. Um, they were still like eight to ten dollars though. Okay, it so necessarily kind of tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what is What's the most challenging destination you've worked with for a destination wedding? So I did have a destination wedding, um, some clients who hired me for an Italy destination wedding. And as far as just normal travel goes, Italy is my favorite place in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been there a lot. I studied Italian um, and I was really excited about it. Um, when they hired me, I explained to them I'd never done a destination wedding in Italy before and that we'd kind of figure it out together. They also did have a lower budget. So Mm -hmm. it was a lot of kind of figuring out where they could stay, you know, finding a wedding planner we could trust. Um, a lot more pieces involved from my end than I normally would do for like a Caribbean wedding. 
um, a Caribbean wedding I advise and then I get information out to the group. And then a lot of my job is managing the guest list and getting all the information out to the guests. Um, for the Italy wedding, there was a lot more of figuring out what the wedding details were. Um, we ended up booking them at this really small agriturismo hotel, which is kind of like a farm hotel that I had stayed at before. So I knew the owners who were really sweet. And they were able to rent out the whole week really inexpensively where all the guests could come. Um, and about at that point in the planning process, they got pregnant and had to cancel their wedding. Oh. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so we never finished that. You know, we never we never saw that one through, but it was an interesting, it was a really interesting experience to start. We got we got pretty far in the planning process. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no. <laughs> and then and then surprise, but um, yeah, but that was probably the most the most challenging one I've worked with, just because there were so many. I was kind of figuring it out as we were going along. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow! So something you said struck me uh, that I didn't. I guess I didn't realize having not done an, a destination wedding. So you actually manage mm-hmm. the guest list and you coordinate with the guests in their travel as well. Yes. So the the most important things we do. So obviously, if someone doesn't know where they want to get married, we help a lot with that decision process. Mm-hmm. Um, we help them negotiate the room block and answer any questions that we are able to answer if, you know, if they come to us instead of the wedding coordinator or things like that. But as, at that point, once the wedding contract is signed and the room block is signed, that's kind of where all of my work really starts. Okay. Um, we make a wedding website for the couple and we send an email out to everyone on the guest list. Um, the, all of the guests are RSVP directly to me. Mm-hmm. So there is, so I'm just constantly updating the guest list and getting information about pricing out to guests and kind of answering any of their questions because most people, uh, maybe they haven't traveled a lot or they've never traveled and, and like needed to work with a travel agent before. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a new experience for a lot of people. Um, so most of my job is managing the guest list, making sure they're booked, answering any questions, getting their travel documents to them. And then I am kind of on standby while everyone's traveling in case anyone needs me. Sure. That's really fascinating, I guess, from a from a non-person who's done this before standpoint. Sure. <laughs> that completely blew away my expectations because I guess my in in, in my brain. I was thinking that your job kind of ended with the the booking of the hotel and on all of that and that, but that's actually mm-hmm. where your job begins. So that's, that completely flips that's my, actually where it starts. flips my expectations on its head. That's great. That's wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. That, yeah. But man, there's going to be a <laughs> ton of work. Um, it is really a lot of work when people first ask me about being a travel agent, because most people don't think travel agents exist anymore. Right. Um, I tell them that, it makes a lot of sense to use a travel agent. It doesn't cost any more than if you're booking on your own for a honeymoon, which is an important trip. I wouldn't book a honeymoon without a travel agent just because it is so important. Mm-hmm. But I, you'd be crazy to not use a travel agent for a destination wedding. I mean, it is so much work. Um, if you know anybody who's planning a destination wedding, just don't let them not use a travel agent. Yeah. Um, it, it's so much work. And then any any guest questions, they can just come to me instead of coming to the couple. I always mm-hmm. tell my couples that their favorite phrase should be call Lindsay or ask <laughs> Lindsay or email Lindsay, mm-hmm. just because it, it really makes it so the couple can just focus on planning their wedding mm-hmm. and they don't have to worry about anything else. They can just watch the guest list be updated. You know, I can give them updates as well. Um, and then 
And then I just kind of handle everything almost behind the scenes to make sure everything runs smoothly. That's awesome. So how did you, how did you get into this industry? So I mastered in Italian at Ohio State. Um, And when I graduated, I knew I didn't want to go into academia. And I kind of just decided that I was going to find a job that I loved. And Bliss Honeymoons is actually the first job I applied to. Um, It it intrigued me that it's it is flexible. You know, it's your your workload is just based on your client load. It's all commission based. Um, And and yeah, I thought that was intriguing. So I started working as one of the Europe specialists. Actually, I was usually doing Italy honeymoons and and Europe and Asia and things like that. And I kind of at some point just wanted to try something different. And I did my first wedding group and fell in love. I really love working with the wedding groups. It's super fun to me to talk to everybody. And um, I talk to a lot more people in one day than I than I did before. Um, as much as I love working with with Europe and, and couples who who do adventurous trips like that. I really mm-hmm. I really do love that. But uh, I have now just begun to focus solely on weddings because I really I really love working with the groups. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really cool. So it's so it's become a kind of a passion for you. Yeah, absolutely. So I had traveled a lot before I graduated um, throughout undergrad and, and during my during grad school. Um, so this was kind of a really nice job for me where I still get I'm working with people and I I believe in the work I do. I think I'm helping, you know, I'm helping people in an important mm-hmm. process, you know, an important time of their life. Yeah. Um, which is really exciting. And um and yeah, we're only really ever helping people. I mean, it's it's people have a lot on their plate and we're kind of just taking off, taking work away from them and doing it for them. So it's really rewarding in that way. Yeah. Um, and yeah, getting to talk to people about travel all the time and helping people live their travel dreams is is really nice. So how many, so you said that you started working for Bliss Honeymoon. So this is not a company that mm-hmm. you started. Correct. It is not. Um, there's about five of us. It is based in Columbus. Um, my boss, Laura, is the owner of Bliss Honeymoons. Okay. Um, she started it over 10 years ago, just her. And now there are Ooh, I don't want to get this wrong. Five or six of us. <laughs> We're all in Columbus, but we do work with couples all over the United States. <laughs> so, so you said that your focus is destination weddings now instead of just mm-hmm. just the honeymoons. Is that everyone's focus there, or is that is are you the destination wedding lady? No. So yeah, everyone has their own focus and their own kind of area of expertise. So we have our Caribbean specialists, um, destination wedding specialists. I would consider myself one of the destination wedding specialists. Mm -hmm. And then we have our Europe specialists and then like Asia and all those, all those trips that kind of have a ton of moving pieces. We have a few people who specialize in those. Okay. So you all places like Asia and Europe and things like that. Yeah. So you kind of stick to your, uh, not necessarily exclusively, but primarily stick to your area. And if you need support in one area, you tap somebody else in. Exactly. So we all can pretty much do everything besides destination weddings. Um, Some people love working on destination weddings and some people don't. So destination weddings is kind of the one where if you do it, you do it. And if you don't, you don't. Mm -hmm. Um, I still every now and then take on clients for for Europe and things like that. When, if especially if it's a repeat client, I really love working with my repeat clients. So I will still usually do those trips. Um, but and then our Europe specialists and Asia specialists, they will still do the Caribbean if those clients come in. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly, what we what people will request work with with you know they'll request an appointment with one of us. Um, usually based on our specialty, but sometimes it's based on a referral or based on a review they saw online. So. Um, 
say someone came to me with an Asia trip, it would really depend on my current workload, whether I referred them to a coworker or kept them myself. Okay. But if it was a, if it was a destination wedding in Asia, then you would probably keep that and just tag in your, your coworker for And there would be no one to, yeah, there'd be no coworker to refer that to. <laughs> <laughs> so we know that you and Lindsay, so the, the Lindsay team did the, um, mm-hmm. the wedding in Mexico back in May, Memorial Day, right? Uh-huh. May? Mm-hmm. Was, yeah. that, was that May? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, my calendar sense is all thrown off. Uh, so... <laughs> So was that one that, like I said, was kind of not not necessarily run of the mill, but that's kind of right right in your wheelhouse? Or were there any specific challenges with that one? Absolutely, that was an ideal group for me. Um, the couple was super awesome to work with. They're really sweet. Um, the group itself was great. Everyone, you know, there weren't any. I can't remember if I don't think there were any hitches. Everything ran really smoothly. Um, and then I actually got to go to that one, which was a huge mm-hmm. perk for me. It's oh, cool. really nice to meet people in person um, because I talk to a lot of people on the phone and I email with everybody. So I've had some form of communication with everyone. And then to be able to meet them in person and kind of put a face to the name and get to interact with people that way is a huge plus for me. I really enjoy it when I'm able to do that. Yeah. that's So, so you don't get to always do that with every wedding? No. So it kind of depends on a couple of things. Um, it is up to the couple whether they want me there. Um, really, I'm around mostly during check-in to make sure everything goes smoothly because if something does go wrong, it's going to happen at check-in probably and kind of just be there as a liaison between the resort and the group if, if they need that. Um, and then just be around. I mean, I helped pass out welcome bags and things like that. Just kind of be an extra hand for the couple if they do need anything. Um, but it is up to the, it is up to the couple and sometimes it is at their expense. Mm -hmm. Um, so a lot of couples (laughs) decide not to do that. I would say maybe 25 to 50% of our couples end up bringing us. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. I mean, it is nice to have you there as basically another another planner another person who is is a resource in there that's nice but understandably some couples want to save a few bucks where they can absolutely and it's nice because everyone has everyone has spoken to me at some point so to have me there if someone you know if someone's more comfortable coming to me than somebody else then it's great that i'm there Mm -hmm. yeah yeah cool so what are some what are some trends that you're seeing lately and are and they can be good bad you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. What are the things that you like? What are the things you don't like? This is one that I, this is a question I have a lot of, not problems with. I usually am just like, huh. Actually, a great trend we've been seeing is that more and more people are using travel agents. So, um, you know, we keep hiring new agents and our business has gone up every year. Um, in general, the business for travel agents in the country has gone up every year. So mm-hmm. while it's assumed to be a dying profession, it's really not. Um, and I think it's kind of having its renaissance right now as people are realizing that there is a huge value in using a travel agent. That's really cool. Um, so that's a great trend we're seeing. Doing a destination wedding and being mm-hmm. on the resort, it was beautiful. It was clean. It was everything you expect it to be. It was absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I completely felt safe. We would walk home, you know, back to our spot late at night. It was definitely like, it was great. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. No, no drug buying or any, any crazy things. <laughs> yeah. <going on. laughs> it was kind of funny about a year ago was when the travel warning, the U S government travel warning changed. It increased uh, for that area of Mexico mm-hmm. and people really kind of freaked out about it who were planning to travel there at that time that they increased the warning. 
we had, I think, four of our agents. So over 50% of our agents were in that area at that time, <laughs> looking around like uh, nothing has changed. It feels exactly like it did last year. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of our clients who go, who especially who've been before, they're like, yeah, no, it feels exactly the same. And then since then, the, the travel wording has been decreased again. Mm, okay. So the travel wording for that area of Mexico is exactly the same as Italy and France right now. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> the dangers of France. Yeah. 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 Well, that's, I mean, it seems like part of the power that you bring to the table is that feet on the street knowledge of you've been there, you know, and you've walked this, you know, you, you know, all the, 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 the trip tricks, tips, you know, which, which bartender to tip to get you the best drink and things like that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely. So not just the, not just the, the academic knowledge of how to plan all this, but actually the, you know what, we go there, we know, you know, which, you know, don't go in this room because the, I don't know, they don't Mm -hmm. change the sheets as often. (laughs) So, you know, something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And I think it's really important when people are finding a travel agent that they find one that they do really trust and that they trust the person. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, that their travel agent isn't just going online and looking at reviews just like they are. And I wouldn't say that's normal. There's a lot of really, really great travel agents out there. So um, to just make sure you find one that you trust and that does, you know, that works for you. Yeah, that's awesome. So now do you, does, does Bliss Honeymoons have like an Instagram or anything that people can check out? We do have an Instagram. We're kind of figuring out Instagram. I'll be honest. Um, <laughs> it's but a you social can find media platform. Just <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, we have a baby Instagram. Uh, you can find us at Bliss Honeymoons. Just simple as that. Cool. Excellent. All one word, no underscores or anything. Exactly. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, we always love to, when we have guests, we always love to to highlight those so folks can look at that and then get a, uh, oh, your, your latest gram is a, is a regram of, of Lindsay's here. <laughs> yep. That's fantastic. <laughs> Outstanding. And um, I would say that our Facebook, though, has a lot more going on on it. Um, we post blog articles every week. Oh, nice. Um, so those are always posted to our Facebook. Um you can find those there. Our Pinterest has a lot on it as far as pictures and things like that. Um, very active Pinterest board. Cool. Excellent. So if folks are if folks are considering doing a destination wedding, should they go ahead and reach mm-hmm. out to uh, a travel agent to to just kind of test the test the waters first? Yes. So I would say as far as Oh, so every travel agent is different. For Bliss Honeymoons, we always start with the free consultation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would I like to meet in person if I can. But like I said, a lot of my clients are not in Columbus. So we, we can talk on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and we usually talk for about 45 minutes to an hour to really kind of go over all of their ideas, all of their questions, and really talk in detail about what they can expect from Bliss Honeymoons. Um, So they have a really good idea afterwards of what that whole process would look like of working with us to make sure that we would be a good fit for them as a travel agency. Um, And it gives them a much better idea of whether they want to do a destination wedding because they've really talked through it. Yeah. Um, I think that if you're, if someone is interested in a destination wedding, they should do either on the phone conversation or in-person conversation with the travel agent that they are kind of testing the waters with. Mm. Um, Because I just find that over email, you really can't cover as much in an email. Um, And you can't, I don't know. I like to get to know people a little bit more on a personal level before they hire me just Mm -hmm. so that they know what they're getting into and that we can kind of cover everything. And I get to know what they're looking for a little better. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. They shouldn't just jump in, 
both feet, feet first without, without testing the waters, they should definitely get right. a consultation to make sure that it's really going to be right for them, for their budget, for their guests, and that they find somebody that they can trust. Exactly. And it doesn't, I mean, the, the consultation is, is free and it is um, just an information session. So there's no harm if someone, when I meet someone who's maybe interested in a destination wedding, I always say, just go ahead and schedule the consultation. There's no harm done if you decide not to go forward with it, yeah. um, but you can really get a better idea after the consultation. Cool. Excellent. Well, so if folks want to get a hold of you, what's the best way, Facebook or Instagram, or should they call or email? So they can go to our website, blisshoneymoons.com. There is a contact us button. Um, from there, they can kind of see all the agents and their specialties and choose a time to either meet in person or on the phone with any of our agents then. So it's a really easy way to schedule their consultation. Um, if they uh, did reach out over Facebook, we would answer them that way as well. Um, my email address is lindsay with an A at blisshoneymoons.com. Um, and then also uh, pretty much any of our agents, if they wanted to reach out to a specific agent, that's all on the website. Cool. Lindsay with an A. I love it. Yep. Lindsay with an A. It's <laughs> the right way to spell it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Cool. Well, Lindsay, that's uh, everything that I wanted to ask. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Oh, thank you for coming on. This was fun. Hopefully we can get you in on another destination wedding. Yes. That would be awesome. Yeah. You know, if, you could, if you could book the whole I Do Crew, that would be <laughs> Superb. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that I'm not opposed to destination weddings. Um, we actually we did an episode of the podcast while Lindsay was down there. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. If you go back through our back catalog, um, I want to say we released it pretty shortly after Memorial Day. Yeah. It was uh, it was right around That's there. That's really cool. I will listen to that. Yeah. We we did it via Skype, and uh, Lindsay was again very very um, singing your praises. Oh but, yeah. Yeah. Um, you were awesome. Seriously. Awesome. I, I appreciate how many times I called you and bothered you about flights and stuff. And no, you're, you're fine. <laughs> People are always like, I'm so sorry. I'm bothering you. I'm like, you're just, I'm just doing my job. You're mm -hmm. fine. I know. I just always felt so bad. I'm like, I'm trying to check in and this isn't right. And it's like, <laughs> like you're eating it. So yeah. Thank you so much. No. You were great. Of course. What a fun topic that was. Lindsay was a great guest and she provided so much interesting information, a lot of which I had never heard before. Hopefully she gave you some food for thought. I'm hoping that she'll inspire one of you to hire me for a Caribbean wedding. That's our episode for this week. Thanks so much for listening. We know that there are a lot of podcasts out there and we're so glad that you choose to spend your time with us. If this is your first time listening to us, make sure to subscribe using your favorite podcast app to get all the latest and best tips and trends every single week. This is Atan, owner and chief officiant of Weddings for the Ages. You can find us on The Knot, Wedding Wire, Facebook and Instagram as Weddings for the Ages. And this is Lindsay Roselle with Lucky Bird Photography. You can find me on Wedding Wire, The Knot, and you can also find me on social media using at Lucky Bird Photo. If you liked what you heard today, help us spread the love. Comment, like, rate, and review on iTunes and Google Play and share on your favorite social media platforms. We love feedback. So if you have any suggestions or if you want to ask us a question, email us at feedback at youridocrew.com. Thanks for listening, and here's to love, laughter, and happily ever after. Cheers. I want to get, I want to get, I want to get married. Hey! We know that.
music credits are as follows. Song title, I Wanna Get Married, by artist D. Cylinders, from the Free Music Archive. Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 international.